Welcome to Morning Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to Morning Devotion. Thank you for being a part of this. Diving right in here in our 21 days of prayer and fasting. This is rough fast week for me. How's that? That's my definition of the segment of time that it's going to get. I may start fading here if I've if I just fade before your very eyes and just somebody just sort of poke me. Can you still do that? I don't. You remember back when they would poke? I didn't like that. I just didn't like that. But thank you, thank you for being a part of us. We are in day nine of twenty-one days of prayer and fasting. And if you don't have the book on prayer yet, you can still get it at thebookonprayer.com. We're running low at the offices, I heard yesterday, but we still have a few we can get out. Or it's available at amazon.com. Thank you for being a part of this time together. And some of you, Terry and Christina and Tori and Lydia and Sherry and Beverly, some of you have been with us a long time. And we've been doing this a little over a year now, and some of you are are newcomers, and I'm still finding out some of your identities. I saw I saw one of you at a funeral this past week, and I and talked with you, and I saw several more yesterday, and people that I didn't know were part of this family. So thank you for joining in and making this. You are the ones that make this special, and you are the ones that... Um, I believe, have prompted a lot of answered prayers because we bound together, forming a a little community, a community of faith that we can lift one another's hands up uh, like Aaron and her did Moses, and we can just lift up our hands during this uncertain season that we're going in. We are in 21 days of prayer, and the call is going out. Prayers are going up. Answers are coming down. If you have a victory report, leave it out to the side. If you have a prayer request, leave it out to the side. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for making this very special. We're gathering for 21 days to commemorate the fact that we remember God hears. And even in this season, God is near and God is here. He is the one that sends the sunrise every morning, and he awaits for us to call on his name from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. Heaven awaits our prayers, and let's not disappoint heaven. Amen. Let's bring our petitions boldly unto the throne of grace. So on day nine, thank you for being a part of this, and I'm so so enthused about today's subject, and I've just been I've just been praying and believing God that God's going to use this and speak through you. So thank you for being a part of it. Glenda, Deanna, Ben, Sarah, thank you for joining us. Uh, You know the drill. Like the page, follow the page, share the page, and let's build this community of faith. And uh, thank you. Thank you for being a part of this. It was yesterday in the service that I preached in Pearland, and I, I spent a minute or two just talking about the divine dance. You say, we don't believe in dancing. Okay. But I'm talking about the dance of trust. Yeah. I remember reading years ago and that what Jacob thought 
was wrestling with God on the muddy banks of the Jabbok. God viewed it differently. He was trying to teach Jacob how to dance. You see, trust is the divine dance, but we choose not to dance. We choose to distrust. We choose to disobey. We choose to follow our own lead rather than God's lead. And we wonder why we have so much heartache. I want to talk to you about the divine dance. And I have a question. Why won't you dance? Let's go through the divine dance here. Let's just walk through it. First of all, Draw close to God, he draws nigh to you. That is the first step of the dance. Habakkuk is a great example of this. You know Habakkuk's name means embrace. He trusted in God. And the book that bears his name just means embrace. It's one of the most beautiful books in the Bible. Other prophets told the people what God was thinking, but Habakkuk tells God what his people are thinking. And this minor prophet draws near to God. He embraces God. That is the first step of the divine dance, to whisper in the ear of God, Lord, I just want you to know this is what I need. This is where your people are suffering. This is where your people need you. This book opens with a man named Embrace, Habakkuk, who's weary, he's depressed, he's despondent, and uh, but he knows what to do. It's the first step of the divine dance of trust. And Habakkuk 1, 2, oh Lord, how long will I cry? And you're not gonna hear me. I'm crying out, in a time of violence, Lord, and you're not saving. I'm drawing nigh to God. Lord, I'm, I, I, I'm tired of this, Lord. I'm tired of praying. Your people are just tired of asking. They're miserable, Lord. People are confused and people are tired. What was he doing? It was the first step of the divine dance of trust to draw closer to God. If you fast forward it to the end of the book, you're going to read this man named Embrace saying, okay, God, it's all right if the fig tree's not blossoming. God, I went out the vine. There's no grapes. That's okay too, God. And by the way, I'm content that there are simply no olives on the olives tree. And I went out the stalls and, and there are, there are no cattle in the sheds. There's no sheep in the pens. Uh, but oh Lord, I'm okay because I'm rejoicing in you. You are the God of my salvation because none of those things are my trust. None of those things are my strength. You are my strength, Lord. You're going to lift me on high. And by the way, let's go ahead and make this a song and let's play it on the stringed instruments. Let's call it a Shiganatha. Let's just move from complaining to praising. That's what the divine dance of trust will do. How did this remarkable change take place? It all started with the first step. At the opening, a man named Embrace drew near to God, and he told God, your people are suffering, real people, going through real problems. And I need to tell you about them, Lord. And so begins the divine dance. I never want to move far from that, that it always starts with drawing near to God. And the second part of the divine dance of trust is we lean on God. That's what trust is. It's leaning on God. It's drawing near to God and it's leaning on God to lean not unto your own understanding and all thy ways and all thy moves and all thy steps. Trust not in your own understanding, 
because we know that's where the hurt came. That's where the pain came. I was in prayer early this morning. I just felt impressed to remember and remember who may be listening to this devotion today and how many needs may be represented here today. Some of you put your needs out to the side, but I know the vast majority won't. People with broken dreams, people with messed up lives, some with messed up marriages. Many feel like giving up. Many feel like they're going down for the last time. It's the last count. And yeah, that's who gathers with us each morning. People that are desperate. Maybe a middle-aged man who discovers that he doesn't have the skills to transition to a new job and fear has gripped him. Thank you. Thank you for showing up this morning. To the woman who's gone through a separation and or a divorce and you're feeling exposed and neglected and you're looking for some new support system, thank you. Thank you for showing up today. This is that support system, by the way. To an elder who has been given a very bad report and you're just struggling with the news and a thousand and one thoughts have flowed through your mind and few of them have been good. Thank you. Thank you for being out there today. You're in the right place. Thank you for showing up here today. Perhaps to a student, you're trying and you're not succeeding in this weird world in which you're living in. You, you, you sense others are passing you by and you've been left in the slow lane and you're wondering, will anything good happen in your life? I'm glad you're here today. Thank you for being here today. Yeah, that's who's in this audience. To the person in this devotion who you feel like everything that you've leaned on has been cut from you. You've been cut off at the knees and you're just wondering, why is this happening? Well, you're in the right place today. To the person who, and so many of us are just like this, we simply feel stunned. We feel like 2020 has tasered us and we're paralyzed and we don't know what to do and you can't get any traction. Well, this is the place for us today. I want to ask you, Draw close to God. That's step one in the divine dance. Lean on him. That's step two. Why can't we do that? Because we have trust issues. We don't want to lean on God. We don't want to put our head on his massive shoulder. We don't want to draw closer like John did of old, uh, the one who would lean against Jesus. We withdraw. We we get into our, our caves and our cocoons. Uh, we've got trust issues. We believe God to be indifferent, that he doesn't care, that he's playing a game of hide and seek with us, and that he's not really interested in us. Maybe he responds to others, but God, you're passing me by. Trust issues. God, why don't you care? God, where are you in my time of need? Can I just say that God is more trustworthy than you can imagine? Whoever or whatever you think you can trust, you move into the comparative and the superlative with God. He is the more. He is the most. He is more trustworthy. He is the most trustworthy. God is faithful, and you can depend on him. 
That's where you find Hannah, cruelly taunted by Peninnah. She can't stand it any longer. She goes to the house of God with a double sacrifice. That's what the Bible says, with a double sacrifice. She falls on her face before the altar. And where you fall on your face makes all the difference in the world. If you fall on your face in prayer, it can make all the difference. She cried between the porch and the altar, and she cried out to God. There's an old poem common in Christian circles. You may have heard it, but it described what Hannah felt that day. Last night, I took a journey to a land across the seas. I did not go by boat or plane. I traveled on my knees. Hannah traveled on her knees that day. The moon is a quarter million miles away from us. The sun is nearly a hundred million miles away. Over 40 years ago, NASA's Voyager 1 took off for the edge of the solar system, traveling at 38 miles per hour. It's traveled billions of miles. It's somewhere around the edge of the solar system. It'll have to travel another 40,000 years to get to the nearest star. Yeah, but that day between the porch and the altar, Hannah traveled on her knees instantaneously into the throne room, the dance hall of heaven. The priest Eli listened to her groans, watched her mouth, pronounced her drunk. But God heard what she said, and God responded with an answered prayer because she trusted God. She drew close. She leaned on the Lord. She entered into heaven's dance floor. When you have nothing left but God, you've got enough to start again. When you've got nothing left but drawing near to God and leaning on his shoulder, you've got everything you need to walk and dance when you can't even stand. You can lean on him. It was Abraham Lincoln said that I've been driven many times to my knees by the overwhelming conviction that I had nowhere else to go. My own wisdom and that of those about me seemed insufficient for the day. Oh, America, dance again. Draw close to God again. Lean on God again. Believe in him for a great awakening. Only God can get you. America, only God can get you out of the mess that you're in. Let him lead you out. What did Solomon say? Who is this coming up out of the wilderness, leaning on the arm of her beloved? If we're going to get through the wilderness of 20. 20. If we're going to get through this pandemic season, we will draw near to God. We will lean on him. And third, we're going to let God lead. Oh yeah. He's the lead in this thing. Habakkuk had faced up to God's seeming indifference. He had also faced up to God's unexpected methods. God breaks the silence and says, you want me to answer prayer? I will. I'll answer your prayers. I'm going to send the enemy to wreak havoc in the land. I'm going to send problems in the land. And that was the answer to Habakkuk's prayer. But wait a minute, God, that's not the kind of prayer I wanted to answer in that kind of way. But God has a different plan. His ways are not our ways. Oh yeah. They catch us completely off guard. Because God is moving in a way in 2020 that we can't imagine. But trust is learning to follow his lead and moving in his mysterious ways. The prophet also faced up to God's unhurried purpose. God said, Habakkuk, it's coming. But this is a slow dance. It's for an appointed time. 
It's going to happen not when you want it to happen, but it's going to happen on my time clock in my way. Corey Ten Boom spoke of the timeliness of God's loving care and of trusting in him, the divine dance. The setting for the story was when the Nazis had invaded Holland. She and her family were experiencing trials in the midst of increasing danger and turmoil. She turned to her dad and said, Papa, everything's getting very, very bad. If they come for us, how will we know that God is going to be with us? Corey, he responded, when you, when you go on a trip by train, when do I give you the ticket? She said, Dad, you give me the ticket right before I get on the train. He said, that's right, Corey. You don't need your ticket until you're about to board the train. But Dad always gives you your ticket just in time. And how much more will your heavenly Father give us just what we need? right on time. He is never late. His love and mercy sustains and strengthens us. And just when we need him, he is more than faithful. Oh, can I get a witness to that? He is more than faithful. You can't understand eternity by focusing on present circumstance. Everything has a time and a purpose. God's will is delayed sometime, but he's going to respond. He knows what he's doing so trust in him. Engage in the divine dance. Follow his lead. He may delay, but God always returns his phone calls. An answer delayed is not an answer denied. You remember when Abraham was 75 years of age, God promised us a son. 25 years passed. He was 100 years old before Isaac was born. Delay is not denial. God is going to answer. Habakkuk in the second chapter said, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it shall speak it and it shall not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. God is always on time. He's an on time God. Yes, he is. He is moving in your direction. An answered prayer is moving on the way from heaven. So just wait on it. Anticipate it. It is coming. I believe that God has that answered prayer. It's on wings right now, headed your direction. Ophelia Adams once wrote, unanswered yet, nay, do not say ungranted. Perhaps your part is not yet wholly done. The work began when first your prayer was uttered, and God will finish what he has begun. Though years have passed since then, do not despair. His glory you shall see sometime, somewhere. This is the divine dance. Let him lead in his own unhurried way. But my question today is, why won't you dance? Why don't you dance? Why can't you dance? Jesus asked that question. He said in Matthew and in Luke, to what am I going to compare this last day generation? They're like the children in the marketplace who shout, uh, we played the flute, we played happy music, but you would not dance. We played mournful music, uh, but you would not weep. But those words, you would not dance. Heaven is playing its song. If it's mournful music, we should weep as we've never wept. But if it's happy music, if there's a song in your soul, it ought to move into your feet. Draw 
near to God, lean on him, follow his lead, wait on him. That is the divine dance of trust. You remember Margaret Fishback's story of footprints in the sand, and that's when I was carrying you. But imagine if if that story just continued and you see how it looks when you started walking with God, stop, start, zigzags, but over time, two moving together, walking hand in hand. And maybe, maybe in times when you were the closest to God, you see your footsteps in the sand inside of his larger footsteps that your life has been totally hidden with God. But just imagine, perchance, this continued down the seashore, and you see something that puzzles you. You see disorganized footprints. You see footprints in circles, uh, footprints going in turnarounds, uh, like, like the sand behind me in this background. You see deep gashes in the sand. You see sand. You see footprints that don't seem to make any sense. It's like a war took place, and you're shocked, and you're amazed, and you cry out, Lord, what's happened? What is this? What am I seeing? And then we see a twinkle in the Lord's eye, And we hear a deep rumble that sounds like thunder. And we realize that God is laughing and rejoicing. And he asks us a question. Don't you remember? That was when we danced. At the lowest moment of your life, when you had to lean on him and trust in him, you are engaging in the divine dance. If 2020 is anything, it is the dance of trust. And whatever you do, don't forget to dance in this season. We can dance through a pandemic. We can lean on God and lean on one another. Like the page, share the page, follow the page, leave your prayer request, victory report, and come on, let's circle around and support one another in their prayers. And may God be with you today. Amen. Thank you for listening to Morning Devotion with Ken Gurley. Join us next time for another inspiring devotion. To support this ministry, please visit firstchurch.com forward slash give.